0: And Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgie will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks as they reference random pop culture things. They're crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 273. Question mark?
1: Okay. Of There's No Place Like Terror, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And
0: I am Grace. And I just closed all my notes. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Today, we are talking... All of yeah. SG one,
1: all of the Stargates
0: SG one, Stargate SG one season, yes, episode, yes, <laughs> aka so long and thanks for all the fish. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it <laughs> should come to this. We tried to warn you
1: all, but oh wh- well. Oh, don't think that there was something with singing dolphins, and I didn't know oh, the song. I figured.
0: I figured. I only know so long and thanks for all the fish. So oh look, there's my notes. (laughs) In a different tabby. It was hiding.
1: I actually, um, I just ran across this book yesterday because I am going through the very slow process of making a searchable database for my library, which is something I should have done long ago, but I never
0: did. I know that process.
1: So actually just yesterday, going shelf by shelf Uh
0: to make it manageable. Okay. That's that's our plan is we're we're going to... It's because we want to reorganize the actual shelves as well, but first we I'll have get to digitize. There. Yeah,
1: I'll get there. Yeah,
0: it takes a while.
1: Um but yesterday I hit the shelf that had because I have the I have the trilogy as a whole, but yeah. then I also this is this is so this is gives you a picture into my brain. Um I have a copy of Just So Long and Things for All the Fish, which for those of you who oh, know Hitchhiker's Guide I to the Galaxy know. is not is 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 just one of it's part of the trilogy. Oh. It's like picking up Return of the King and starting with that. But of course that's what I did. Right. Because it was a cover with dolphins on Sometimes it. Sometimes
0: that happens. And I
1: didn't know what Hitchhiker's Guide was at the that's time. That's awesome.
0: I love that you came into Hitchhiker's Guide backwards. Yeah. Look, there's a sandworm on your TV. There's a there's sandworm. There's a sandworm hiding in that hole. Hundred percent. I like. Uh, so when we record, uh, we get to watch the screensaver at Nixie's house. Yep. Um, it's the Apple TV screensaver, and there is definitely a pit in the sand dune where a sandworm lives. There's a sandworm down there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's all.
1: There's also a sarlacc in the other one. Yep.
0: Uh huh. What's the other name for the sand, for the sandworms in Dune? Don't they have an official name?
1: They do. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. And I'm not thinking of it right now because... Don't worry about it. My head's not in Dune Land. I'm still reading um, Stormlight. Oh, right. So I haven't gotten back over to Dune. But what I was saying is, yeah, I... Obviously, I've read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy now multiple times, or a couple times at least. I absolutely love it. But my first introduction before I knew what Hitchhiker's Guide was... My very first introduction to Douglas Adams, I just started cold reading so long and things for all the fish. I was so confused, so confused. Yeah, that finally when I learned that oh, it's part, it's part of a bigger thing. Yeah, that'll
0: that's, happen.
1: That's when I went back and like
0: I feel like I did that with something, but I couldn't tell you what now.
1: I got like the big omnibus. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Is it the Sardaukar? No. Sardaukar is something else. Sorry. Welcome to the Dune podcast. The tangent of the Dune tangent. Um, God damn it. (laughs) This is going to drive me bananas. Anyways, yeah, so I'm slowly (laughs) digitizing
1: my library and I used to have previous house. I had a very like well organized system for my books. They were broken out by like subject and then by author and then like in because I have a lot of series yeah and the series were in order and all this kind of stuff here I just shoved them onto shelves when we were moving in and unfortunately yeah. like never went back to touch them
0: yeah no I so Jesse is in research right now yeah for the stuff he's working on um and he's like you know I'm looking for the shelf for these books I thought I owned. Yeah. And I don't. But yeah. I'm finding all these others that we do own. Yeah. That Shai Hulud, by the way. Okay. <laughs> for whoever I you know what it is? I always think of the person yelling yeah. on at the pot because okay. I sometimes do that. Yes, yeah, sometimes and it's so satisfying <laughs> when they when the hosts get it. Yeah. So I did not want to leave you guys hanging, those of you who so knew good. it.
1: It's
0: all good. Uh, Anyway. But
1: yeah, slowly, eventually I'll have my um, books organized and I will give you... Uh, uh, if anyone who's interested, I'll give you the tally of how many books my library has. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited for us to digitize both of our libraries mm-hmm. and then share with each other. yeah, so we can share yes and where I'm going to get I've researched this' I'm, sh- I'm sure you've seen them too. You can get actual checkout cards you like can. when we were little oh hundred percent your seen library them. books Yes, so we're doing it
1: because I have like I have mine I can add more columns, but right now I have like, like, title, and then I have author, first name, author, last name. Yeah. And then I have, like, is it a series? What Which yeah. series? And then the number in the series. I love it. And then, like, genre. Yeah. And then I have copyrights. And then because I'm that type of nerdy person, I have like what book run, what publishing run it
0: was. Well, see, we're going to wait to do that part because part of what we want to do is organize them on the shelf. And yeah. that is just going to add to the time it takes. Yeah. So we're starting with just title, author, genre. Yeah. And then we're going to add the rest in later because step one is to get them in the right location. Well, see,
1: I'm doing that last. Yeah. I'm just getting to, the, but then I also have a column of. I Did I read it? Yeah. Like, so I, I haven't filled in. I haven't read this one yet or I didn't finish it.
0: That's important.
1: And then I have a column for just like extra notes. That's fair. Because I have some like, I have a couple that are like, have the stamp because I got them from Shakespeare and Company in yeah. Paris. So like, I'll put note from that. That's Or cool. it's like, this one's randomly signed by the author. Yeah, Or this one is a super goddamn fucking old copy of this, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, ours is just about corralling the the book. So in our house, if a surface is still for too long, books grow on it.
1: Hi, you literally have seen, you can look around.
0: But I feel like your house does that with most things. Yes, true. (laughs) Whereas I... I think we know that I'm obsessively compulsive cleaner. So we find books in places that books shouldn't be (laughs) because we've run out of places to put books. Yeah. Um, So really part of it is like, didn't we have like a set of like, these four books that I was reading once upon a time, yes. and these four books I was reading once upon a time are not related to each other, nope. but they existed somewhere together, and they're now somewhere lost in this house together. Yes. Like, they're, they've are they joined forces, those are the usually, fellowship of the lost books. Those are
1: usually ends up next to my bed. Yeah. I have a stack of probably 20 books next to my I bed. I do
0: have a book. Because when a I finish stack.
1: reading them... As a nighttime book, yeah. they don't then move back to their shelves. They just stay there and then get a new book in their bedtime book club. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> like that. The bedtime book club. So for me, it's like there's there's moods. Yeah. Like I have Miss of Avalon, uh-huh. which I've got like a chapter in. Yeah. And then I've got a book by Philippa Gregory. Yeah. Uh, which are actually similar vibes. But then I've got um, Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, which yep. I'm rereading. Uh, but then I've got, like, two other things. I've got Caste, mm-hmm. Cast. I don't know how you pronounce that word. I think it's Cast. Cast. Uh, and But I've got that on the shelf. But then when that gets too heavy and hard for my brain, yeah. I've got some uh, She Walks in Shadows. And then there's, like, two others in the stack that I mm-hmm. don't know off the top of my
1: head. See, and I think we've established I'm someone who, I just have a daytime and a nighttime book.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I have, like, what mood am I in? Yeah, no, I have a daytime and a nighttime. <laughs> am I feeling... uh it, Yeah, it, it's like the way I watch TV. It's like, am I watching Shit's <laughs> Sch- Creek or am I watching True Crime? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Or some horror.
1: Guys, this is a Stargate podcast. Once upon
0: a time, this was a Stargate podcast. Today, it will be soon again. So, <laughs> we wanted to dedicate some time to... We, you know, we, we did a final episode for Stargate SG-1, mm-hmm. but if this has been a fucking journey. Yeah,
1: it's, there's 10 seasons.
0: And and we couldn't just, like, be like, well, there's the last episode, But no. So we wanted to do, like, a little, I guess, a wrap-up or, like, a kind of a, this is your life, <laughs> according to <laughs> SG-1. I just, uh, I don't know, just we wanted review. to give it a moment. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with some more new programming next yeah, week we're
1: gonna next week we're going to uh, either entirely or partly it depends on how long we talk yeah. cover arc
0: of truth yeah and so the um, the plan today is just kind of to like reminisce a little yeah. so uh, <laughs> so you're welcome to join us on the journey if not we'll see you next week but I, I, I felt that this is super important to do um, I finally feel It took to get to the end of the series for me to feel like an official Stargate fan. Okay. Because I still felt like an intruder. Oh, interesting. And I will share that. This is a a note that I haven't shared with Nixie either. Like, I loved it and I wanted to be part of it, but it was that imposter syndrome. Okay. I think I'm finally moving through it. Because remember, um, I wasn't a sci-fi person no. of any kind. No. Really before this, uh, a big influence has been you and uh now husband Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, my wheelhouse is uh gothic Victorian uh romances Ye- and, and, yeah. and 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 murdery things <laughs> and historical fiction. I mean there's murdery and yeah, history ish in here. <laughs> and and what Jesse likes to call uh well, I don't know. He he's like girl stuff (laughs) uh you know i'm like fiction that does revolve around some sort of like a strong heroine, yeah uh the person not the drug (laughs) although i'm not against drug stuff either but anyway that's kind of where it is or you know gilmore girlsy type things or things like that um and so it for it took me a while to feel like i was part of the group it's like when you want to learn to read comic books but you haven't been reading them since you were eight Mm -hmm. and there's this and and no one was gatekeeping it but it was all ingrained in my head yeah uh, because that happened and it's like oh you like Stargate name every episode yeah. and now I'm like bitch come at me yeah. <laughs> I will <laughs> it's gonna take a while but I will <laughs> like I've been watching Stargate for how long I
1: still can't name you half the episodes yeah. but
0: yeah but it's like I I, I feel comfortable saying I know things Yeah, I know some things I don't know all the things no and I'm bad with names of ships and I've learned that or, or, or devices yeah but I know what they do
1: I mean you uh, Again, how I'm supposedly, quote unquote, the expert on Stargate in this podcast. And I'm still like, it's that one person. Yeah,
0: you your (laughs) your ability, though, to find these things is uh, impressive. Uh, You and I've learned this with Brother Matt as well, just have an impressive uh, ability to catalog information that just doesn't stick in my head. Listen,
1: we know how to catalog unnecessary information. Well, you know and yet for me, necessary information yeah. won't forget. I won't forget that half hour later. My to-do list of things I'm supposed to do today yeah. gone. You yeah. want to know the name of the random Tokra in an
0: episode in season 3? Probably happen. know that. See, and I've learned I think we complement each other in that sense because I I remember feelings. Yeah. Or vibes if yeah. you will. Or uh-huh. Like I remember <laughs> this was not a good thing and there was a thing that happened here which I think makes our if I can get back to it like our D&D notes very yeah. impressive yeah. because it, we come at it from all like, but anyway so I will say the number one thing I got from this is uh, thank you. I now feel like a fan. Like Yay! I can truly call myself part of the club. We got another Stargate fan. <laughs> and right off the top, the most satisfying thing is being able to look at the wiki. Yes! <laughs> now, mind you, I'm narrowing it down. I only go to the SG1 wiki Good. because yeah. there's still a lot to learn. Yes. But um, I don't like spoilers. And yeah. now I'm like, there's no spoilers.
1: Remember? And you can also look at all the cast photos. Oh, yeah. Because I think I mentioned this really, really early on in some of these early episodes, you know, when we're talking about Children of the Gods and Emancipation and all these uh-huh. season one episodes. Uh, I specifically told Grace, don't even look at cast photos. Oh, my God. Because I, kn- I had a hunch of what you were, you know, talk about. We're going to talk about some of the evolution of these characters. Hair drapes. Hair drapes, I, 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 you know, I don't... Daniel Jackson I am. I feel comfortable in saying that there is no character arc quite as massive as Daniel Jackson's character arc.
0: Or the character arc of me yeah. reacting to <laughs> <Yes>. Daniel Jackson. <laughs>
1: Which is, I think, part of it.
0: And so I didn't want
1: you to... A, I didn't want you to see later season photos that didn't have an R. Sure. that had a Ben Browder, that had a Claudia Black, because I knew you were a fan of Claudia Black. Yeah. But yeah. also then see the physical, like, all of a sudden, Daniel Jackson is as swole as first season teal kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the teal, the swoleness grew relatively yeah. amongst the entire crew.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, incidentally, I, we did start watching Farscape, so seeing baby Ben Browder. Baby
1: Ben Browder and, and baby, baby Claudia. Claudia Black.
0: Ben Browder doesn't change, no. but Claudia Black is a baby. She's, like, just, yeah. she doesn't look older in Stargate, but she is a, she's 13 years old. Exactly. <laughs> she's just a little baby. Anyway, um... How do you want to do this? Do you just want to go season by season? I
1: kind of, I you know, I think there's a couple ways to do this. And I think we can approach this naturally. We can start season by season. But I think as the seasons go, as we mentioned, Daniel Jackson, talking of these character oh, arts, yeah. because really that is like... The heart of yeah these the show
0: uh, yeah this is all off the cup you guys nobody took any notes no <laughs> we meant to and then did it, it it's just too much to gather into note form it's it, a better how also conversation. you know
1: it keeps it spontaneous that's I like how it. we
0: roll I like it um, so I will say I kind of just went through the wiki and looked at season one and I went oh yeah oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So many remember? of the iconic episodes yes. are season 1 episodes.
1: Also some of these episodes that we least want to remember are season 1 episodes. I mean,
0: emancipation? Have, are we are we mad it, about that still? Uh, it happens. Uh, you know, being able to look back on it now, I kind of love it for what it is. Well, it's it, it's cuz it's terrible and it's knowing that it doesn't stay like that. Yes. It makes it so lovable. I
1: think it to me is just proof of like they didn't know quite yet what they were doing yeah. with
0: Sam. But even then, for a show in a season one, it yeah, it worked out a couple kinks, but it wasn't like one of those where, oh, just don't watch the first season. No, because there are some shows where you have to like slog, slog through season one. Yeah. But we're talking hang on pop-ups all the pop-ups yeah um i mean cold lazarus yes yeah
1: enemy within i mean Thor's
0: hammer torment, the torment of Tantulus. Of Tantulus, probably one of my favorite episodes still solitudes i did not realize or bloodlines yeah our first uh uh first time we've saw is it ryak yeah yeah um The amount of episodes that are season one... Fucking Hathor. Oh, Hathor. Even Hathor I love. Um, You know, poor man's Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing it. There's just so much. It's the first time we meet... um, Nope, I have that wrong. But it's just... It's just fun times.
1: It's fun times. And I also think that... I I think early on they made the really successful bridge from the movie to the series. To me, yeah. that's
0: oh, what... Solitude's a Solitude to
1: season one. Solitude season one. But Cold Lazarus, to me, is like the yeah. end of... Like, once you get past Cold Lazarus, it's like, hey, guys, we're now our own thing, because that was the episode that I think RDA was able to separate... Yeah. Like, his own Jack.
0: Yep, Yeah. It's we're taking the training wheels off. We're yeah. not leaning on the on the on the movie anymore. Here's what we're doing now.
1: He's like I'm able to. He's like I. Not that he completely dealt with this this shit with his son and everything like that. But yeah. it's like hey, we've addressed it, and now Jack is mine. We're done
0: addressing it. Yeah. There's
1: two L's. Yeah. There's another Jack O'Neill with one L. He has no sense of
0: humor. And there is a lot of relying on RDA in season one. There's a well, lot of RDA, RDA heavy a. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which you you start to see later on, even before we get a Ben Browder, how they become more of an ensemble thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so many episodes early in are just like, "This is a uh, Jack O'Neill, sex pizza." Yeah, <laughs>
1: sex pizza is yeah. also season one.
0: Broke a divide. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fun one. Um, I I I just can't get past the idea that. So much of what I think is iconic Stargate happened in season one.
1: They, I think they find their footing. It's like they get more settled into their footing. Um, but they 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 had a clear message. They 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 figured shit out. I think fairly early.
0: It's like they knew what their branding guide was. Yes, like <laughs> coming at it like an artist. Like yeah. they knew what their brand was about. Yeah, that we know what we're selling,
1: and they knew how to separate it from the film.
0: Yes, that to me, because we did watch the films.
1: yeah, we watched. I think we watched the film after season yeah. one.
0: Yeah, it's easy for me to be like, this has the same. There's no attachment to the film for me at all.
1: No, there's not for me either. Um,
0: and, you know, it, this isn't saying anything bad about the film, but I'm just like, mm, I don't care. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I know there's, there's, I know there's just as many people who are like, yeah, I like fair. the film and didn't like the show. I'm sure. Yeah. I like the film, but it's like a, it's like an ultra, a weird alternate reality. Well,
0: and there's a testament to the ability for everyone to separate the two that yes. you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like, I think of something like, um, I can't, that's not coming now. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, Just the idea that you can separate them enough for people to be like, meh, I care more for this one than for that one. uh, Just shows that we were able to pull the two apart.
1: I also, before we move on from this season, I just want to like spearhead the Kowalski love train. Because for someone who we lost so early on
0: had such a big impact on the series. Yeah, who would have fucking thought? <laughs> he makes it two episodes in a total of like 200 plus. Yeah,
1: and that we're still like and he still comes back every once in a while and he's still it's just like fucking Kowalski. He's, he's the, the best. Co- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's uh I'm, I'm... there's something about the character. I, I I want an alternate timeline where Kowalski doesn't die and he gets his own I team. Know.
1: Yeah, he gets SG two. Yeah. Uh I would be Or S G three. We usually sell S G three. Yeah. So I'll give him SG three. Yeah. But yeah, um, it, it's it started just right just right off the bat. It's uh yeah. And I'm the looking- Nox. I mean the Nox clearly made an impact on you. You named Oh yeah, a I named D. and D character
0: after <laughs> Nefreyu. Yeah. Um which was a really fucking cool character. If I say so myself. Was. Um, I had fun hanging out with Nefreyu. Yeah, well, you know, little druid dude. Felt appropriate. Um, The quality of the graphics, not the greatest.
1: Listen, you know, it was still the 90s. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It was, there was a lot of relying on practical makeup and things like that.
1: Well, I also just, you know, not only the i think there is when i say there's like this progress of the quality of writing that is not saying that it it got i i think the the writing quality got better but they already were starting on such a high bar
0: well that's the thing with writing is the more you do it the better you are yes that's just the nature of it yeah but they yeah they were it was good writing to begin with. I think what they did is they fine-tuned what they were doing. Yes. They were able to really direct themselves a little better.
1: And on top of that, you the show was on during 10 years that I think some of the biggest leaps in effects technology happens. We
0: did get to witness that change
1: in re, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is really cool. I mean, think of like taking "Children of the Gods" and watching it against uh, oh, fuck, I fucking just lost the name of the last one we just saw. Unending, unending. Yeah, just the. It's just fun to see the quality adapt. Yeah, and you see that in a lot of shows that ran from the '90s into the 2000s. Yep. But there's something about doing that with a sci-fi show where you're like, wow. Wow, look at that change in tech.
1: I mean, I think other shows that ran sort of quasi concurrently, I will say. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do the same thing with Star Trek Voyager, even. Yeah, you know, you watch the first episodes, the last yes. episodes, and there is a drastic change with technology that they're able to use and and put into the show. Yeah. Also, just budget got bigger.
0: <laughs> That's that too. <laughs> That helps. Uh, I love that we get introduced to the idea of Thor. Yeah. Early. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it? In Thor's Hammer? Yeah. Um,
1: Which is, I think, beautiful because they introduce Thor. And yet when we finally meet Thor, it's just completely, completely different. I mean, we meet (laughs) Thor near the end of season two. Actual. Uh Well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It takes a little while, and it, because there's this buildup to what you think is expected, mm-hmm. and then they bring, they, they hit us with the. This is where you start to learn like, oh, they're not grandiose. No. They're not taking themselves seriously. You don't meet in, you know, a, 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 a Norse god no. suddenly. No. No. This is still science mm-hmm. and sci-fi-based. This is... the Thor, this idea of you thought of Thor, we're going to remap it onto something. And that yeah. becomes like an ongoing theme, which I love. Like, you know... I, You know, I, I don't know. I don't want to get to political, and I don't think that's what it's meant to be, but it's like, hey, there's always some sort of explanation for this thing you believe in. Yeah. It's not just magic. And again, it goes back to our guy Daniel and that idea of, like, anything you don't understand seems magic. It's not magic. There's not a magic big fancy dude, you know?
1: Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah,
0: And I think that's one of the underlying ongoing yeah. themes of this show 100 percent. so taking all of these ideas i wonder i wonder how that was you know written in a room somewhere
1: i hope it's one of my i've said it so many times in the show it's one of my favorites favorite sayings yeah and con- just thoughts it's one of my favorite things i keep going back to yeah
0: oh for sure
1: um but you know they kept it you know as we get into the second season you know we keep it like, hair drapes are still here. Yes, um, I'm pretty sure Daniel and Sam had the same hairstyle. Well, yeah, they definitely were getting like the buy one get one free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, haircut. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you you go back. Like, remember? Just compare. Like we, we talk a lot about Daniel's journey in in the show, and like you have episodes about, like Need when he became like addicted to the sarcophagus. You know, you compare that Daniel with the, you know, our later seasons, Daniel.
0: It's our our Daniel takes a similar path for our critical role fans as Vax. Yeah. The uh and and not so much as like Rogue, but he starts, there's almost this idea where you start to wonder, is he gonna be like the the kirk? Uh of these missions? Is this who this dude is? Like, is this gonna get a little like, uh, I don't know how much I trust him. Yeah. And then he takes on this very paladin-like approach.
1: We always, we always you know, equate Daniel with being our bard. But really, as he gets into these later seasons, as he's working you know, through all the Merlin of the situation, as he's, I think... Once he comes back
0: from For being even,
1: ascended, yes. I feel like when he comes back from seeing ascended, he almost does take some paladin levels.
0: Yeah, it, it he really does. Um, it, he could have gone in. He, he was on the verge of going in one direction or the other as far as like, do we never trust him or do mm-hmm. we always trust him? Yeah, he could have become Vala. He could. He could have easily become Vala. He's the same type of smarts, the same yeah. type of charisma. Uh, and it was just really where he decided to, to, to place his alignment, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. Early in, you hear a lot about how his parents are gone. Yeah. And this is me mapping something onto it, but go with me here. Yep, yep. I think that this isn't anything I, that's put together in the show, but I'd love to do some research and try to way to support this argument. But I think there was a lot of underlying anger or grief or this feeling of not being tethered to anything. Uh, you know, not having family. Yeah, you you that will fuck with you. Having this feeling of not having a tether to anything will make you feel like, well, fuck. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And he
1: stayed, you know, in between the, the movie and the show, he was on Abydos. He right. found a tether. He got married. And lost he found a family well. and then lost that one as
0: well. And then the the fact that he finds this ability to love people again, just generally. Yeah. And, and finds this tether, this 10 year long tether. Yeah. Uh, you know. 60 70 years if yeah. you count their time <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you know in space but it shifts it shifts his um you're more willing to take a a risk on your own life if you feel that there's no one else there yeah to who gives a shit about it yeah and I think he starts to learn that people do that. There's people there who are counting on him to stay alive. And
1: at some, we also hit the points. You know, near the end of season two, you know, obviously um, after uh, oh, what, after secrets, um, and some of these episodes where he's no longer on this yes. team to find his wife. He's no yeah. longer in his team searching for that tether that he had. Yeah. And he's, he's like, uh, he was almost like a, like the horse with blinders. And then he suddenly realizes like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm in this whole other,
0: well, it's all other tethers were made. It's almost to like this idea of, I'm only with this group out of convenience. Yes. Until he's not. Yeah. Until I'm part of this group and happens. It snuck up on him. Yeah. And because he's not. Part of the military, he doesn't have that like built-in loyalty that happens. Mm-hmm. He's not Teal who has basically risked everything he's ever known to be here. Yeah, he's the one who can come and go if he wanted to. Yeah, um, and I think he he almost needed that sense of freedom to stay, mm-hmm. to make himself stay. There's, I wonder why it's interesting how much of Daniel uh, is exactly my type. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then this, it, it kind of had to slowly grow around him for him to be part of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he's not like a I'm all in, off the top kind of guy. It had to like sneak up on him without him realizing. Yeah, he's had to grow accustomed to their faces. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and I think also a lot of these first two seasons, I mean, I think a lot of these first two seasons... Was just like Planet Adventure, New Planet Adventure, New Planet Adventure, yeah. and I think these first two seasons. And it's not that it's not that Sam and Teal'c didn't get character growth, but you look it back at these first these first seasons, yeah. and it's it is heavily, you know, Jack and Daniel.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, Sam and Teal'c's character growth is is so subtle compared to yeah. the change in the other two. 100%. Really compared, yeah. Um, because there is a lot there. But Sam, you know, as much as she had family drama, yeah. for lack of a better word, Sam always came into this a complete person.
1: She came into it a complete person. I think mm. she came into it very well-rounded. You had early in season two, you know, the whole Jolingar thing. Yeah. Which I think... Definitely became a huge, like, touchstone and turning point for her character.
0: And I love that they were able to approach a romantic interest for the female lead without making her life about a romantic interest.
1: I think it was... I think... I don't know if it was, like, a conscious choice. I mean, obviously, we got a more serious relationship with her, with Pete and things like that. Yeah, But they were specific about not doing that
0: yeah and it's like look we're sam is a red-blooded human person yes she's gonna have feelings for people but she's her whole this isn't sex in the city no you know what i mean Uh, and not that anyone thinks it would be no but it's like she there's more to her than this yeah there's more to her than her love life Mm -hmm. um in fact it's almost the the you know, it's just kind of the cherry on the dessert of who Sam is. <laughs> exactly, uh, the, what Sam is made up of is so much more. And, and and I know this is more typical in sci-fi, but it's especially refreshing just in the world that existed in that yeah. time, in the world of the Ally McBeals and the that we Sex and City. And
1: let's not just like. We not only had Sam, we fucking had Janet as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into that idea. This uh, Because we meet Cassandra early in two, which comes around. Yeah. Uh, And the idea of this people uh, and women people. Yeah. um, Dealing with women people issues. This is sounding really strange.
1: <laughs> women people. I don't know why it went this way but
0: it did. Uh you know, thoughts that actual women have and it's like I, you know, I put my career first. Yeah. Uh you know, I I wonder if I should have had children or if I want to have children, is it too late for me now? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Do I want to adopt? real yeah. life conversations that you and I've had yeah uh because of my own doubts um and ideas where you're like mm, maybe my career is fine and yeah. it's not a second to anything this is just what I do i think and everyone has their own approach
1: i think the one thing that would have been nice and and again i'm not i'm not this is not like i'm not Saying this disparagingly sure. towards anyone who, who did this show because it it's barely a thing now in media, let alone, you know, in the late 90s, early aughts in media. Um But it would have been nice to, like, not only see the women having those discussions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah, especially because we know that Janet and Sam were friends. They weren't just co workers.
1: They weren't just co workers. You know, they had a very similar relationship to two other women I know who are friends outside of work and work together. This is the thing. I don't know
0: who. Sometimes, you know, those lines bleed, but I I wouldn't know. Weirdly enough,
1: we kind of are a Sam and
0: Janet. I I see it. (laughs) I definitely see it. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, I don't know how we didn't make that connection early or yeah. that's a thing.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what we are. Yeah. I love it. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. back um, to season two, we do get the Tok'ra.
1: We get the Tok'ra, which I think, you know, became a huge thing for a while and then petered out for a bit.
0: But it was important to learn that there was duality to all the things that yes. you think are just bad. Yeah. There is an uh, an interesting um, theme that recurs where the writers of Stargate are like, things are not just good and bad. Yeah. The- Symbiotes are not just bad.
1: Exactly. Like the, 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 the ghoul symbiote is not inherently bad.
0: Yes. The way it is used. Yes. It's intention and its purpose mm-hmm. is what makes it bad. Because I
1: think I think the like pure symbiotic relationship that the Tok'ra have with their hosts is actually really, really cool. Yes,
0: it's this idea. Again, they're always going, why do things have to only be bad things? Yeah. Maybe we can look at things a different way. There's something really refreshing. Uh, and I don't know, maybe other shows do this too. But again... I don't know my way around sci-fi enough <laughs> to say otherwise. I, I to also, me. I also think
1: it would have been really cool if they. I feel like there's a couple times that they may be, maybe approach this. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been, you know, I know the whole concept of you know the the Gould have the genetic memory, and so it's kind of like. For lack of a better term, pre-programmed in there type thing. But it would have been really interesting if we had run across a couple symbiotes that were more gray.
0: Yeah.
1: Or a gould who actually did
0: turn Uh, some benevolent. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Who who just came to realize or or just wasn't on board the domination of humans as slaves train.
0: But even then, even though they were all hell-bent on domination. We did start to see different shades yes. of gold. I mean, there's quite a difference between Hathor and uh, Oh God, just lost his name. Apophis. F- Apophis. Yeah. And and final C- ball. Ball. And even ball has like a story arc. Yeah we meet Ball. He just might as fucking, well be Hathor.
1: He's just fucking, like, torturing uh, Horrible, yeah. Yeah. And yet just this piece of crap dude. He becomes our favorite gold. He My favorite like, gold. He becomes, like, a frenemy. He, 100% <laughs> a frenemy.
0: A thousand percent a frenemy. Yeah. He becomes the guy who's, like, uh isn't there someone on Buffy that's basically one of the frenemies? Spike. Uh, no, the girl. Oh, Uh, yeah. It's a C name. Um, yep. Um. I'll find it. Yep. I'm gonna find it. People are yelling. It's not Cordelia. It is Cordelia. Okay, Cordelia. Yeah, it is Cordelia. Well, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, I
1: was thinking of someone on the more, um, undead side of things. Oh, gotcha.
0: No, I was thinking of Cordelia, because she starts out with this very, um, uh, She's a mean girl. Yeah, she's a mean girl. She's a
1: mean girl. And then when you get to Angel, she's like, Cordelia is the best character ever. Yeah,
0: why do we not see more Cordelia all the time Why forever, did you do I mean. her wrong
1: like that? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but, uh... <laughs> anyway, you do get this introduction to, like, things are not as clear as we think. Yeah. Things are not as simple as as as, as we want to believe.
1: And I still think sort of the second season was a quieter season for... For Teal'c, he was sort of settled in there real nicely. He didn't get to stretch too much stuff out there, besides like you know a couple episodes. Yeah, Yeah. but um, Uh,
0: question. Yeah, when does Sam throw a son into a black hole? Later. Okay,
1: it's later because there
0: is a one black hole episode. No, that's in not in season it. two. But this is a different one. That's a right? different one.
1: That's the one where it's like it's first connected to the black hole, and they have to like set the charge bomb yes. and like blow it up. Yes. And, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs>
1: season three, man, I think got into it because we have, you know, wait, season-
0: wait, before we go past yeah. season two, yeah, we cannot ignore, uh-huh. 1969. We c- uh huh, nineteen sixty nine. We can yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the which also I forgot happens this early in the show. It is such a ridiculous episode,
1: and yet it's the best
0: in my mind. That I would I felt so familiar with the characters by the time we got to nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, that if you told me it happened in season five, I would have been like, yeah, that sounds <laughs> it's right. It's about right. Um, <laughs> but it's so early in. It's so silly and fun.
1: It had to be early on. It was like one of the last episodes with hair drapes.
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Because he already had his hair cut for the final episode of season two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, I again, it becomes one of those moments where they're like, these guys are just goofy. Yeah. And I think it was an absolute... Absurd.
1: I think it was a fantastic episode for Teal'c.
0: And uh, I think this is one of the things... Well, yes. (laughs) Holy shit, (laughs) Teal'c. Yeah. Giving Teal'c this ability to do comedy. Yeah. Um... This really it speaks to the part of me that loves weird absurd things mm-hmm. because this is nothing if not a, like why is this I happening? mean we were talking
1: about hitchhikers earlier. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um but it's just fun. It's a, it's a reminder that these guys like to have fun and not take things too seriously. And
1: I, you know, that's and, something that uh, I think really started in the second season. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a couple moments in the first season, but I think the second season is where they started realizing that they can poke poke, them, yeah. poke themselves a little more. Yeah.
0: It's, it, it, I don't know what came first, but they remind me a little bit of, and even then, track takes itself TNG takes itself a little little more seriously. But anytime we go into the nineteen forties in the holodeck. (laughs) Yeah. Um
1: I mean that came well before this. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it's a similar vibe. But I think Stargate went hard and even did it. Hard. You know what I mean? More silly. Yes. Well, I think- I'm surprised we didn't get Muppet sooner. I know. <laughs> but let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah, I think it's a diff. It's a different level He's of being meta towards yourself. Yes. Yeah. And I think in the second seasons when they started to get in doing that. Um, but then we get into the third season, and to me, the here's the thing I love about the third season. Okay. I don't know if anything in the third season makes it onto our final top oh. ten or anything, but there are so many good episodes in, in the third season. Oh, well, we get Seth. We get Seth. We get Legacy. We get... Uh, forever in a day, we get past oh, and present. Oh shit! Presence. I about legacy. We get um, Yurgo, Hundred Days, Crystal Skull. I Isn't mean, Point
0: of View, the good one too, the Mirror episode. Yeah, uh huh. With a Kowalski still alive, and we get yeah. a long-haired Sam Carter.
1: Learning curve, I know, is one that still echoes in my mind with the kid, you know, the landlines oh. and the kids who
0: learn, and yeah, Forever in a day.
1: Forever <laughs> Day is where, you know, Daniel finally, like, has to say goodbye to Sharae. I love
0: that one. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Holy co- I mean, Foothold. Yeah. Ah, holy shit, Foothold. Uh, I mean, again,
1: an episode <laughs> like Foothold, like, somehow that still sticks into, like, these ripples into- you know, they're still talking about foothold situations in later seasons and the yeah. policies that were put in place in the SGC because of this episode. And
0: I also love the random ones that feel like a seventies TV movie, like A Hundred Days. Yeah,
1: hundred percent, a
0: hundred. That's days just like a like, weird beach romance this? episode. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that like, is something what's... on the Lifetime Network. Uh huh. But it's here now. Where remember? Yeah, this could easily have been a. F- A film about a woman, like, think about it, who meets an alien. Isn't this actually a film with Jeff Bridges? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Think of it from her point of view. Someone crash lands on your planet. Yeah. And... That you have this romance with him, and then he just disappears.
1: Well, I mean that basically, D- Daniel was that person. Remember the episode yeah, that's true. where he, they were caught behind enemy lines.
0: But that's also what Jack does here. Yeah,
1: do here's okay. We never got back to it because Starman.
0: Starman oh, is the film I'm thinking of the <laughs> Starman. Yes, with uh, Marion. I know that's not her name, but Marion. It is Marion.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's also um, how we got Star Lord. But that's neither here nor there. Well,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I here okay. So we, we left it as a question because, you know, you didn't know if it was going to ever come back and I couldn't say anything. Right? Do you think there's a tiny Jack who's like seven, eight years old now on that planet?
0: There is definitely a little snarky asshole child on this random planet and the mother's like I don't know what the fuck to do with them I think he ends up becoming a a rebel pilot I think the Ori make their way to this village and this is one of those villages that's like fuck you yeah fuck
1: you uh, and it's just this seven year old kid throwing little, rocks yeah, at the Ori soldiers
0: yeah. uh huh um 100% 100% I'm, I'm here for it
1: um, I mean but we oh also I mean right after that was Shades of Grey and that's where we you know the politics
0: yes. going on on
1: Earth between the different factions that know about the Stargate technology yeah and uh, like this all that you know gets started fairly early
0: when we start getting the uh, yeah it's not so where a tiny kick of Earth reality or yeah. American reality kicks in yeah uh, because, like, hey, it wouldn't be this simple.
1: No, and so I like that they're like, hey, it, we're not just going off to other planets and dealing with shit. Like, we have some shit on Earth because of the, you know, we have a secret program that gets yeah. technology. And, of course, there's going to be parties here on Earth that want that tech and are going to do some shady shit to get it.
0: You know, it's funny. I never considered this, but I thinking of this made me come to this idea. So I like... Historical fiction as a genre. I like to read historical fiction or Mm -hmm. watch things that are historical fiction. I like having a touchstone in some sort of real place. And I think that's why, of all the star shows, Stargate hits me the best... Because there's a tie to our world. Yeah, 100%. There's, they don't have the freedom of being like, la, 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 this is thousands and thousands of years in it's, the future. It's now and this it's here. This is real. This is tied to the nitty gritty of what our lives are. 100%. And I respect that because it's harder to, because then you can't make things just be magic. No. You know, you don't just get... a magic. No. You do a little bit with some of the Asgard technology yeah. later on. I mean. But but also no. <laughs> um so yeah, absolutely. I love that they bring it in. I love that it's a consistent tension. Yeah. That it never goes away. There's still these structures and for lack of a better word, bureaucracy that we need to be involved in mm-hmm. with everything that we're doing. Yes, I know you're saving the universe from these invaders, but also the president yeah. Needs to is whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay.
1: Anything else for season three?
0: I'm trying to think. This is the one where we get Crystal Skull, which yeah. we're like not that Crystal Skull, a different
1: Crystal Skull, and that a, was probably a better Crystal I love Skull. Looking
0: back on the pod memories as well, oh, like the amount of Crystal Skull jokes we made, I yeah. apologize for now. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, it's just fun. You know, we had sex pizza and it's funny to think that these jokes stick with you. Um, I don't remember what I was watching with husband, Jesse, but, oh, it's gonna, doesn't matter really. But I was like, mm. You don't eat on another planet. Nope. That's the sex pizza. The sex and he pizza. was like, what? <laughs> and I said, if you listen to our podcast. You would know, you what, would sex know pizza what sex is. pizza is. You would know what sex is. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's good times. Uh, let's see. Season four okay. is, I think, where we season have. Season four.
1: No. Is yes. Season four is one of my favorite seasons uh-huh. of Stargate. Yep. Listen. Yep. Upgrades. <laughs> which is always yes. a favorite divide and conquer where jack admits that sometimes you have feelings you don't want to yep. have and you can't like you, they
0: he likes sam uh huh guys he has a thing for sam yeah Psst, in case you were wondering
1: window of opportunity uh, yeah.
0: let's just uh
1: um you know point of no return
0: i do think we get a couple of love connections cuz we get crossroads which is like, hey, Teal, you have a past love uh-huh, life. Uh-huh. Remember? Like, yeah, Teal can get it, too. Um, the
1: curse. <laughs> I don't know. Like the curse is. I love the curse.
0: Which one's the curse? Uh,
1: the curse is where like Daniel's. Oh, yeah.
0: Everybody gets like some like uh, yeah. romantic baggage this round.
1: 2010 is still an amazing episode
0: oh yeah oh yeah and then because dan uh uh, sam's got it so i meant to say sam and daniel at the same time and i said dan
1: um i mean absolute power a prodigy like again prodigy is another one of those great episodes where they they like it's not just off world and they deal with just like
0: Just the realities of this world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's still off-world stuff in there. It's Stargate. Um, Double Jeopardy,
1: like two jacks. Yeah. There is good stuff in season four.
0: Holy crap. You're right. What a season.
1: And I think sort of this is really... I mean, you have the first ones where it's Daniel out with uh, um, the Unas uh, Shaka. Yeah. I think this is the season where... Daniel starts, like, really starts to make that arc towards what Daniel becomes.
0: Yeah. There's one of my favorite episodes in here, too, and the best way I know to describe it is, like, a a, a black box theater. Yeah. Is Tangent. Oh, yeah. Where it's just the two guys in a ship. Yep. Uh, I love that. It reminds me of the season one Episode where Sam and Jack are solitudes. Solitudes. Yeah, it's. I love these little tiny quiet moments.
1: I stuck on a glacier with MacGyver. Yeah, (laughs) as the outtake
0: goes. I love it so much, Um, but I love these quiet moments again because. I I do so much better trying to take in things that are uh, through the emotional filter yeah. than I do through the like factual filter. Well, it's a it's
1: a big show.
0: Yes, it's a big show. I mean, it's a big galaxies that and we travel so through. so when you get these moments
1: that in these episodes that are really character driven, yep. And I think, you know, it took a few seasons before I don't know whether it's they felt comfortable, they knew the characters well enough, and so they really got to, like, dig into these crunchier, character-quiet
0: episodes. Um, I may do a rewatch of just some of these, like, my favorites and just skip around for a little while. because even
1: The Curse, I mean, The Curse is a quieter episode like that.
0: That's true. And we're just, again, it's just about people. yeah. Uh, yeah big
1: or you had. have things like chain reaction that are just sort of a behind the scenes set on earth
0: politics Politiki. politics yeah this is when that's when Hammond resigns but he doesn't really yep. want to but you know things and stuff yeah. yeah 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 and I love that our crew has to step in and f- they have to play this game they I don't know. get to ignore it
1: because listen let's let's just let's just give it up for one of our characters who I will say there was a character arc in terms of our comfort level with him, but the man who didn't goddamn need a character arc, General Hammonds. Oh my god. Oh grandpa Hammond. And Dennis Davies, who just like, I know exactly who this ass I know exactly who this guy is. Like yeah, yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah. And they made him so human and so um, faceted. Yeah. Uh, Big, yeah.
1: I can't. Just the biggest uh, heart in
0: the world. There's just very little that I don't like what they did. Yeah.
1: You had an episode here and there where it's like, "Eh, maybe that was, you know, yeah. It seems slightly out of character here, but, you know, overall on the Fine. grammar-schemer yeah, things... Yeah, you get
0: a day where you turn in the homework at the minimum level. Yeah,
1: well, it's also just...
0: You still did better than most of the class.
1: But it's also... People have the days where it's like, you are you need a Snickers.
0: Yeah. You're not yeah. yourself today. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone's... You can't hit them all out of the ballpark. No. Sometimes, as uh, singles, you just gotta get on base. Yeah. Uh, yep. Me, I just dropped a baseball analogy. That one's for you, brother Matt. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, season four, you're right. It's one of the fucking greatest. I
1: mean, I mean, we've got replicators. At the beginning, it's just you start off with replicators. That's true. Season, season five. Yeah. Let's, you know, we didn't mention this before. We've met them before here. But the Tolan and how th- that would have been interesting if the relationship between Earth and the Tolan oh. continued.
0: I'm trying to remember the Tolan. They're the
1: ones that had like, oh, we're super advanced technology, but
0: our they were like stif- the Janai of Atlantis,
1: but but they were like in advanced a sense. technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't want to share it,
0: right?
1: Because Sam had the connection, and got the you know,
0: shared her cat, yeah. Oh, wow, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, there's an entire species that we've forgotten because there's so there's many. There's just so many things. And then mid-season five, there is Wormhole Extreme.
0: Oh, oh, that is season five. Yeah. There's so...
1: <laughs> I mean, season end of season five, we're halfway through the series. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, we're at episode 100. I, there's so much that I can't even begin to... Sp- I'm going in order because I'm overwhelmed okay but okay I, I feel like the fifth man was a thing um that I liked yeah
1: you did really like the fifth man because remember lieutenant tyler was not
0: lieutenant tyler this is the one it was like an actions like a cat and mouse thing right it, it was the two
1: of them trying to stay alive on the planet yeah um and lieutenant tyler ended up you know, not being
0: a yeah member of the team, being a piece of poop. Well, no, he's just trying to stay alive. That's yeah, fair. Um, I, these are fun. I like the ones that feel like they could be little action movies or little yeah. like. Uh, I, I like anything that kind of the will tomb. stand alone by itself. The tomb. Um. Oh, the tomb. Yeah. The remember
1: when we had to like share the Stargate with Russia? That's right.
0: <laughs> Again, if our own political drama wasn't enough, yeah. let's go international. Hundred percent. Okay, one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, is Beast of Burden.
1: I I remember you very much liking Beast of Burden. It's
0: something about this connection to people that are being on over. They're being taken advantage of. Yes, and then we we see that chaka's there yep and daniel having to go full danieling full daniel um to try this to is get back them when out. he was
1: still full bard
0: yeah i really like that one um oh chaka oh chaka okay um yeah that one pulls at the heartstrings um uh, there's so much here. I, know. I don't know what to do. Some of the last stands
1: were great episodes.
0: I don't know what to do with wormhole extreme.
1: Uh, it's it is its own entity. It, yeah,
0: it's again one of those moments. It's like 1969 window of opportunity, uh, wormhole extreme. Yeah, uh, and then more that we'll get to. Yeah, but there's this one very specific category of. If you just watch these episodes, you'd be like, is this a sketch show? Yeah, Like, like, these weird clips from a sketch show? Well,
1: the thing I also love about it is that, you know, it seems like it's so long ago because, you know, we've just finished ten seasons. But even here, you're five seasons in, you have Wormhole Extreme, and you're like... You they've earned all of that. Yeah, to, it's almost like they've earned, yeah, the cred to do that.
0: I just I love how how, it like if you splice that in, the way people do with the um Lonely Island stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and and then at the end you're like, hey, all these weird clips we made of these people in space are actual episodes. Yeah. You could you could make it work as an entirely different series. 100%. Uh, something really fun about that. I don't yeah. know. Um, and
1: then they go from Wormhole Extreme, like, right into Proven Grounds.
0: This is the one where they take all the new yeah, guys, Yeah, the right? young recruits. Yeah. This is, uh... Again, it's it's fun to bring in some outsiders and, and be like, look, I know that this is the military you knew on Earth, but things are different now. But we still gotta follow these fucking rules.
1: I just like, I just like the 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 show's range to have those two back to back. Yeah,
0: to 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 flex that specific you know muscle. to go from
1: desperate measures, where Sam is kidnapped.
0: Oh fuck where yeah! Where all of
1: that stuff, and then you go to Wormhole Extreme, and then you go right into Proving Ground. Yeah, like come on,
0: yeah, that's a flex yeah. if I've ever seen one. Um. Jeez. Oh, Summit is fun?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, the Summit, summit. and Last Stand. Yeah. yeah.
0: Daniel trying to... Daniel having to stand on his own uh, just bartering, bartering. I mean,
1: don't worry. He f- if originally didn't have that much longer to stand on that bar- that, that yeah. bartering. <laughs> um, it's good times. Because then we get to the end and we come to Meridian. Uh yes. And I... This is where... You know, you, you go back and you're listening and, and witnessing your reaction to the loss of Daniel Jackson. Yeah. Yep. And I, I remember. The rules the end laid of the down season. by us in this show couldn't tell you that yep. Daniel is going to come back in a season. Yeah. You didn't know Jonas, who you ended up very much liking.
0: Yeah, he thankful thankfully for him, he was coronemic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I would have fallen that easily for anyone else. I
1: will tell you that I did not fall. I was very conflicted. Yeah. When when my first watching it, uh-huh. even a little bit now of like I want to like Jonas, but I'm also what if like
0: Will Wheaton. Oh,
1: then yes, I would have been 100 <laughs> percent be okay like, with that's it. That's the
0: vibe I was getting. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been fun to throw in some Wesley jokes. No, yeah, seasoned. No, yes, do it like well, like the same way we got the MacGyver jokes.
1: Yeah, true. You know what I mean? As long as it's not the one line that he doesn't like that we no, know he doesn't that's like. That's
0: not. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it that way. Okay, it's more like the underhanded, like you grew up on a starship, yeah. or you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like okay. that's more what I mean. <laughs> okay, a respectful approach, yeah, yeah if yeah. you will. Um, but yeah. I at this point I loved a Daniel yeah, and I was a man. And
1: I, you, I had already witnessed the evolution from you early in season one, not liking a Daniel, and then and then arcing to like, but Daniel is mine.
0: Yeah, I I need it here. And then we they took away a Daniel. It's not okay.
1: I he went out in full Daniel <laughs> though.
0: Well, I do love, just like spoilers. For anyone who's not watching Atlantis, <laughs> just like Dr. Carson yeah. Beckett. Went Dr- out in full Carson. Yeah. Um, if you're going to kill a character. Yeah. Do it big. Yeah. Give them a big out.
1: Yes. They'll, um, they'll do that in, shortly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With
1: another character.
0: Yeah. And that's fine. We'll do that. It's fine. We'll get fine. to there. Uh, but yeah, oh, I forgot that that happened in five. I yeah. was like, no, that's season seven.
1: No, because season six is uh, yeah. Jonas. Uh,
0: yep, yeah. the space banana himself. The space banana himself. Um, I I think I was lucky that I liked Corin Nemec Yeah, because that made me immediately. More acceptable. More accepting to the puppy that is Jonas. He is a puppy. He's just a big, giant puppy. He's a
1: literally golden retriever. It's
0: like, look, we're sorry your friend died. Have a puppy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, here, just look at the puppy. Just look at the puppy. puppy. Enjoy the puppy. Um...
1: But then we also have episodes in the season like Abyss that is still, I mean, the Abyss, I think, talk about black box theater. I mean Yeah. The Abyss is just the power, the the acting power of Michael Shanks versus Richard Dean Anderson.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And our first introduction to Ball's fun too. Yeah. Um it's yeah, Abyss is a big episode. It's one of those where just it, like, oh fuck, these people know what they're doing.
1: Well, it's one of those where I don't think Abyss, you know, Abyss held on some of our uh, obviously it's on the top list for that season and it held on for some while for the top overall you know this yeah. is not going to end in a, in the top 10 episodes of the series but like
0: it is nice to give us a little bit of Daniel too yeah just a little tiny bit of Daniel I
1: still dream of that sweater that I want fucking to knit sweater
0: it. is beautiful yeah uh, it looks very comfy um, I do like that's the, the season that has what I call the supernatural episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think
0: Nightwalkers. Uh-huh. Um, you well, know. there's
1: Nightwalkers and also Sight Unseen. I feel like both <laughs> yeah, of those right. yeah. are definitely supernatural episodes.
0: Um, but, you know, let's go back to the theme that we know and love of... You don't take ourselves too seriously. We get the other guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just a silly-ass episode. It's
1: the best.
0: You, it's funny. I didn't realize how often they do them, but they quite often will be like, okay, 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 enough of the likes. Yeah. To, let's do something fun Let's for just do something
1: fun before we get back into the heavy.
0: Yeah. Um, the, the Changeling.
1: The ch- oh, which speaking is- Speaking of heavy, heavy. One of your, I know, favorites. Uh-huh
0: uh fireman Teal'c yeah uh living a different life trying to remember what he's you know i think i think it was
1: i think both sam and Teal'c, their character arc was was this beautiful more understated mm-hmm. like progress and especially Teal'c, yeah, you know, we had obviously these like stand up episodes that were definitely focused on Tealc and and you can track them as to see how his attitudes have changed if you watch just like Yeah. I think that'd be an interesting way to rewatch a series is is watch like character themed episode yeah.
0: picks. Well, and it'll be interesting when we get to Ark of Truth yeah. to bring that into the mix as well. Yeah. Based on a conversation that Tealc has. Yeah. In, in, in that in the scene that happens there that's really powerful um but just to see all of it get rounded out that way
1: but it but it's just like his all <laughs> his character is this beautiful just natural hit and then you get to these episodes like changeling and you get to see it's i don't it's a different side of teal but it's just see chris judge just sort of
0: but well, you know what it is, is, you know, so
1: much fun and joy in the role. Yeah.
0: There's also this idea that Tiuk not only starts to become part of this family. Yeah. Like, like Daniel did. Um, but he also starts to it's you know what I see this episode like? It's like when you learn another language and you learn to dream in it. Yeah. And he's like, not only is he here, I'm part of this, but he's starting to see what his life could be if he were a human on earth.
1: Well, I I also think it's it's Tilk as Teal'c finally feels like he's in a place where he can do a bit more self discovery. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't necessarily like the earth is just the location that he gets that, but he's not he's it's finally like <laughs>
0: he isn't just his job.
1: He isn't just his job and it's taken I see what you're it saying. took him some time even on Earth, because he's still like, well, I'm a soldier and I'm still working this team and I have different motives of what my original goal was. Yeah. I'm still, I'm now trying, I'm still trying to free my people. I'm yeah. working a different way, but it's still like.
0: I'm allowed he- for it to take some self How long does
1: it take for Teal to be able to go off base even? To go get himself some donuts. Exactly. You know, when you're in that situation yeah. where, where not only you live and work in the same place. hmm Um. And I know he got to go off base with the with his group, but he. Uh, at what point did Tilk get free reign?
0: Yeah. When's his identity more than just the alien? Yes. Um, which you start to see it form a little more here. Yeah. Yeah. I do love this. Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, of course, as soon as you start to be like, oh, Genesis is cool. It's like, just kidding. And just kidding. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> you gotta go. And. Uh you know I still am not convinced that he dies. <laughs> Anything could happen.
1: Well, I mean, we we do see him. Like he he's he, we don't Jonas know is everyone. around.
0: That's right. Yeah. Jonas is around. Okay.
1: Um we only see him for a few more episodes, but yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's he's there. Yeah. He's back helping his planet. That's fair. Season 7, so you know, we talked earlier. So in in, in Daniel's character arc season seven when he comes back is when he starts taking some paladin levels when he comes more than just a bard when he becomes I would say a more physical force to be reckoned with Mm -hmm. you know Um, just in physicality gotta remember I forgot early season seven is fragile balance I just love fragile balance with the mini jack
0: oh yeah (laughs) the mini jack oh that's what fragile balance is god there's so many episodes (laughs) I know there's just so many episodes of this um, show.
1: Your yeah, lifeboat is in season seven. Lifeboat's I mean, a
0: good one.
1: Well, but the, the, cool, the thing I like about season seven, there's, I mean, birthrights in here, <gasps> Avenger 2.0. There's grace <laughs> graces in this season. But you also have space race. But then you have space race. <laughs> um, You also have heroes. Yeah. But... Because this is like an in between. Because this is sort of that last season with our core team as our core team. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is this is the the end uh, of of having Hammonds. Yeah, this is this is sort of that last.
0: Well, and as far as I'm concerned, Janet is part of the core team as well. So you lose yeah. Hammond. She
1: is part of the core team.
0: Janet. Yeah, and
1: and then Jack moves into a new role yep. after this. Yep,
0: and that's. It's just never the same. no, it's never the same when your coworker gets becomes <laughs> your boss. yeah um, yeah, it changes things a lot.
1: but there's some there's such fantastic episodes again, you know things obviously heroes is is very firmly planted in our top 10 episodes yeah but like you know grace is in there. It's
0: really good. And again we talked about Teok's subtle, uh a st- arc as a yeah, character yeah when you
1: have orpheus yeah
0: but but grace is, is is all sam grace is all sam and and you see how sam battles her own inner demons yeah and deals with the things that she has to uh quietly yeah uh, uh, you know she's simmering just under the surface
1: cuz she's not you know <laughs> the i think the, until we get avala You know, the only person on this team who's like, let me overflow my emotions to everyone is Daniel.
0: Yeah. And the thing that Vala does, too, is she's very... Her and Sam form this very uh, complementary friendship Yeah, where she sort of pulls Sam out of this I-only-simmer-under-the-skin space. And
1: I think part of that was the fact that she is, you know... She's a woman in the military.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. So she... Vala gives her a safe space to do this. Yeah. Um, And and in turn, Vala learns a little bit of like... Hey, sometimes it's okay to like... Yes. Some structure. yeah, Yeah. Structures won't kill you.
1: It's a different type of structure than she gets from Daniel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With Daniel, I think a lot of the focus is... It feels a lot like that professor's like, if you just applied yourself, yeah. you would do really amazing. Uh-huh. Where the Sam's like, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you that sometimes it does feel nice to have breakfast every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's that simple amount of stuff that she she gets. There. And I
1: also like sort of this mid these th- this mid season, and I think it. You know, it was in season five and season six as well. But I think to me, it's this middle run of Stargate where. um, And it's this is not to say that Sam wasn't full science, Sam, or in the early seasons, mm-hmm. but I think it's these mid seasons where they start letting her lean into those skills yeah. a little more while out in the
0: field. And she like she t- she's allowed to take center stage a little more. Somewhere
1: in this run is where she blows up the sun. Yep, you know what I mean. I, yeah, it's they let her.
0: They let her do her science it's, thing. It's, good.
1: It's almost like they just let her become the MacGyver.
0: Yeah. And then we get to the end of the season.
1: Well, listen, you get Heroes. Or, you get Heroes Part part 1 and 2. Then you have only a couple episodes. And then you get Lost City. Yeah. I mean, that is... How much more of a jam action-packed...
0: It's very rich. Yeah. It's a very That's rich That's some Nutella
1: shit going on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got some fancy cheese and Nutella for like four episodes in a row. Yeah, It's good times. Uh... Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing lost in this. It is dense. Uh, Jesse and I talked about this the other day. How so a lot of things that we watch now, or things that are especially built for platforms like Netflix or things like that. They're not as dense because they don't have to be yeah. because they're built for that binge watch. Mm -hmm. And I almost wonder if it's by design that they're not built that way. Like, because it doesn't have to sustain you for a week. Yeah. You're going to get the
1: next one as soon as you want it. Which is why there's, there's a place for binging and there's a place for not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, But these are so dense. They sustain you for as long as they need to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we had so so at the end, you know we 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 say goodbye to Janet in yeah, I think still one of the most you know of all the Stargate we've had, you know, heroes is is still some of the most gut
0: wrenching it sucks
1: stuff that we've seen on the screen, yeah, in Stargate form,
0: it's it because. Man, Stargate likes to take out the clerics.
1: Stargate does when like to take person out the clerics
0: who heals people can't be healed. Yeah. It's unnerving.
1: And it's different, you know, the the major character death that we've seen before this was Daniel and in the yeah. way that we said goodbye to Daniel, you kind of there there was there was always hope because yeah. of the way and you know it's sci-fi. And he
0: ascended. Yeah, there's something very final about uh, a human death in a practical sense.
1: Exactly. In the way that, in in the the real world style that we lost Janet, it's, you know, yes, it's always sci-fi, but.
0: This is those moments where it, it hits that reality button. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Fuck. Yeah, Daniel
1: was a sci-fi death. Yeah, but Janet felt like like a or like a real like a real world.
0: Well, and it and it sort of played out that way, like a
1: non sci-fi. Yeah, you know, a drama series. Yeah. style death.
0: Oh my goodness, um, we are well over an hour in, and we still have two more, three more seasons we're there. to discuss. Um, but, but we get
1: into season eight. Yeah. We get introduced, you know, we have these great episodes, like Zero Hour, of Jack trying to, like, figure out what the fuck he's doing as general and, like, head of the SGC. Yeah.
0: And we get the creepy replicator Carter.
1: Replicator. Yeah. Um, Avatar, which I know you absolutely love, is an episode so much.
0: Oh, yeah. The video game episode. Yep. All day all day all day
1: followed <laughs> up directly by affinity like Teal'c had two episodes back to back that were like juicy Teal'c episodes yeah
0: oh shit that's right I, I'd love anytime he's off base I do
1: think it'd be really interesting for to put together character arc arcs
0: yeah I say we do some playlists we build some playlists based on yeah, characters. character
1: playlists holy
0: moly um
1: you know Raya gets married yeah Uh, I like
0: the idea that money on Earth starts to influence Stargate things Uh, because that's what isn't that what Covenant was? Yeah. Uh, So you start to see these moments where and this carries into Atlantis, too, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you start to see these things happen where people with money mm-hmm. start to become the people who influence the power. Mm-hmm. Because you can't forget that you're tied to Earth. You're tied to Earth. This is, yeah, this is...
1: And then halfway through this episode, or halfway through this season, is the episode, as far as I was concerned. Prometheus Unbound.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> it's when we meet... One of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. Vala Maldoran. Uh Uh-huh. At this point, it's nice to get a little bit of uh, Daniel getting rattled.
1: I can't (sighs) tell you how hard it was to not tell you that Vala came back.
0: Yeah, I bet. Oh, my God. It didn't just
1: come back, but, like, becomes... Part of SG-1. What a
0: fucking character. Uh,
1: it's, she's the
0: best. She's just kind of here to ruffle feathers and do her thing. and But she's multidimensional. She's not yeah. just this arrogant thing. She's got a lot going on inside. Um, but it's nice to see Daniel's cage be rattled yeah. in a very different way. Yeah. In a non-like save the world way and just like <laughs> you're a man. You're a you're a human man. Yeah, you're a
1: human man and, and I'm going to
0: rattle your cage the I, way human men get rattled. Exactly. Um and we're going to have some fun.
1: And then we have like Citizen Joe, which again is just one of those oh my adorably god, Adorably silly amazing episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh. I mean the reckoning was huge. I mean listen, you want to talk about seasons that end with jam. Season Season eight ends with the reckoning, and then threads, and then Mobius.
0: I mean, come on, yeah. Fuck yeah! I'm I'm sitting here going, oh my god, look at these. <gasps> I forgot about Mobius Part Two and our other Sam Daniel mix. He's there is yes. How like can,
1: I mean, it's the best.
0: I, I just when you thought Daniel couldn't get nerdier, it's adorable. Yeah. It, it really is. And it just ends in that perfect way of fishing, but suddenly there's, there's fish in the pond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it
1: wraps up, like, our time with Jack.
0: That's right. That's right. God. This is when the show changes.
1: This is... Th- I mean, there is a sense that this is, like, the end of Stargate SG-1. Yeah. And then, like, the last two seasons are... Kind of a spin off.
0: You know what it is? Um, if you ever worked in one place for a long time and then you leave, you leave this group of yeah. people. And then you go back sometimes and say hello. Like mm-hmm. This happened for me because I moved away from a job they'd been at for a long time when I came here. Uh, and you go back and you say hello and everyone's there. You yeah. go back, you say hello and everyone's there. And then one person goes somewhere yeah. else as well. And then another person goes, and another person goes, and you're like, well, this is technically still the place that I come back to. Yeah. But it's not quite, the flavor is a little different. Mm-hmm. Something's not quite the same. And that's sort of what happens. It's still Stargate. It's still Stargate. But it's not quite the one you remember. No. It's not bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, just a little different. It's just a yeah. little different. Yeah. yeah. I and, mean the the core uh,
1: flavor is the same. It's it's almost like this is this is gonna be weird. I don't know why I made this analogy. I don't know if this is how it works, but guys, you know my head's weird. It's almost like like in a soft serve machine. Uh huh. Uh huh. But they didn't like it was it was like Just chocolate world changed? No, it was chocolate. But then they mixed up strawberry to put in next. But they didn't completely get the chocolate out of there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's like it's chocolate a, it's, strawberry it's now. A, it says chocolate. Berry. <gasps> that sounds good. I want chocolate berry soft serve. Chocolairy soft serve. <laughs> um this episode's aka is Choco Soft Serve. Chocolai Soft Serve. Um
1: That's
0: what
1: season nine is.
0: Chocolerry soft serve seasons are season nine and ten. That tail end of the chocolate. Yep.
1: And so I was very I was very <laughs> interested how you're going to react as we move into the beginning of season nine with with Avalon. And not only meeting a new general,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not meeting only meeting a new head of SG one, him having to get the band back together.
0: This is our D and D episode, right? The first episode yeah. of Avalon. Yeah, uh, it was nice, right? Because they they <laughs> and this is the one where I
1: used the I used the puzzles from this episode in a D and D one oh, shot yeah. long before you saw the episode. So
0: here's what they do. They they bring in Cam, yeah. The new the, the the pill we need to swallow, and then they're like and they wrap them in a hot dog of King Arthur. They do fables. They also go,
1: hey hey Michael, can you just get some scruff on your face? Because well, yeah. you look alike.
0: You guys are too close looking, and I need <laughs> this to not be. But they do a really smart job of of. They, they, they shove the cam down her throat, if you will, <laughs> wrapped in some King Arthur lore yeah, yeah. so that it doesn't like hurt as much and you don't reject my it. My
1: favorite is... You don't
0: feel any of the bitterness. My
1: favorite is they. it's almost like they specifically tailored that King Arthur lore hot dog for grace. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. my experience is I know this is going to be good for me, but I don't want to taste the bitter edges yeah. of it. So, here's the King Arthur lore so you don't feel the bitter edge exactly. of the pill of this new guy coming in <laughs> yeah. to take over. Also, it doesn't hurt that he's handsome.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah.
1: We get this whole other, you know, giant... Uh-oh. We ended with Mobius of like, oh, we are, are, we've defeated our bad guy. We're yeah, fine.
0: we're done now. And then it's like, just kidding. Just a kidding. Battery. Here's
1: an even worse bad guy. More
0: battery guys. And here's Origin, And here's the one that's we're going to leave. Yeah. For you to tangle with forever, as far as I'm concerned, Um, yeah. That first, that first look into origin was like fuck. And we a lot.
1: We also, you know, this is an ongoing thing. This is not just this season, but we're also then dealing as like a whole. There's when I say side plot, it's Stargate, and there's ten years. There's like fifty side plots, Mm -hmm. but. You know, another one of the major arcs that's going on on the side is the Jaffa Nation. Yes. And I find that whole thing interesting. And it's like Tech says, it's like everyone was so focused on being free. No one gave any thoughts about what to do once the Jaffa were free.
0: Right. Now what?
1: You can't. It doesn't end with just being free.
0: Yeah. And they don't they don't just dismiss it. They don't dismiss it and like I happily ever after. No.
1: You have factions, you have Jaffa that think radically different things. Yeah. And the so not only do we have the earth politics, but then you have what also seems very real world, mm-hmm. you know, the, the politics of this this new co- not country, but this new nation, this yeah. new
0: The Fire Nation. Coalition. <laughs> the Fire Nation. The, the Fire Nation. <laughs> the Jaffa Nation, I guess, uh, would be appropriate. Yeah, and then you know we get Cam gets a couple of uh, opportunities to to stand out. We get Babylon. Yeah, we get a chance to to witness what he's made of, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of reminders that like, hey, anyone replacing Jack's not going to be a fucking slouch. No. Yeah,
1: and we also have like. We have this fair amount of the season where, like, we get introduced to Avala, and then the Avala disappeared.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. They tease her. They tease a little bit. Um, and then we deal with more Ori, because fuck the Ori so much. Um, All the fuck the Ori. Yeah. We get another Cam episode. We get collateral damage. Yeah. Um, Which is important. We need to know that he can handle his own. That he can, he can handle existing here. Yeah. Especially if he's leading our crew.
1: Well, and it's also, you know, we have all these characters that have had eight seasons to have mm-hmm. their character arcs. We need to cram his in there a little faster. Uh, yeah. And then we have to cram Valas in even faster in the last season oh, when we'll get yeah. there.
0: But then to, as a reminder that, you know, they like to run the gamut of tone. We get yeah. ripple effect. I know. <laughs> Which is just fun. Um, that many Sam's is a lot of Sam's. It's all the Sam's. Too many Sam's are Sam and the Sam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know more.
1: I just, you know, <sighs> half skipping ahead to season 10. Yeah. I think what is amazing about this is that, you know, now that you've finished season 10, and and granted, these last couple seasons as we were covering them, were half the pace because we're also covering Atlantis at the same time. Yeah. But, you know, you've now reached the end of season 10 and you forget how short of a time we've had Vala and Cam. Yeah. They if- feel like they've been
0: part of the team for so long. And, and we talk about this, uh, we talked about this with the final episode, that it was a testament to the writers Yeah. that in that scene where Daniel loses his shit at Vala, yeah. I got mad at Daniel. Yeah. Because it was like, who the fuck do you think you are yeah. talking to my friend Vala, exactly. who I've known forever and ever. And he's like, wait a minute, you were, I thought you were my friend. But in the moment, I was yeah. so mad yeah. that I took her side. And it's a testament to how well they integrated her mm-hmm. and the same for cam like just feels like he should always have been exactly here. yeah they did a very good job of that they did a very good job and i think they did a very good job of um i think rda stepped away the right way
1: yeah it wasn't just it was... a cold cut off yeah and it was have to go cold turkey without and he, RDA. and he
0: also wasn't like cameoing every episode no. either like you need to let us miss you. <laughs> exactly. And
1: oh boy, did we miss him. Uh, yeah. Not uh, for not that there was a there's always gonna be a jack shape. Doesn't yeah. I say it doesn't matter like how when when a jack and an RDA leave, it doesn't really matter like how you try to patch that. There is permanently an RDA shaped hole.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: you know, sitting there. Yeah,
0: but it's... Yeah, but we, you know, we move through it, and it's okay. And then we get more King Arthur lore. Yeah. And my favorites of the things... um, God, right into the end of the fucking series, I guess. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, because we get... We head to Atlantis. Yeah, we do. We get Sam and McKay interactions, which are fun. Which were great. Um, and then, I
1: mean... W- uh, what can be said about episode 200? Oh <laughs> like there are no words for episode 200.
0: Mm, puppets puppets it's it's a lot. I will say of the silly episodes it is the most silly is it no
1: it's it is a class in and of itself.
0: Yeah, it is something else.
1: Very few shows can do that. Wormhole extreme is one thing. Very few shows. This up
0: the ante for sure.
1: Very few. I've said it before. To me, it's like this and it's supernatural. Very few. Maybe Angel. Angel did have puppets. Oh, okay. But it was more integrated into the show. I don't
0: think I made it that far. Oh,
1: yeah. There's an episode where Angel is a puppet. Cool,
0: cool, cool. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's... I can't think of any other show where I wouldn't watch this and just be slightly annoyed i
1: but they do it in the most fun endearing, sweet somehow the puppet part is just
0: the sweetest. it's just yeah. It's there's something earnest about it. I don't know. But then you have like Memento Mori, which I knew you were going to love. Well, like like you mentioned, we gotta shove those stories. <laughs> shove those. We gotta make those characters lovable. Exactly. It's it's interesting to think that this is all in the same season. I know
1: because you have that, and then you have a whole bunch of episodes like the Quest and Road Not Taken, and then the Shroud, and then we get to like Bounty.
0: Because memento mori happens before she gets pregnant with Andrea, right? No, or is it's after. after? Okay. it's after. But the idea that all these things happen within a season.
1: Well, I mean, but here's the thing: this show has bow- now granted. You know, most of this season, they thought they were going to have another season, but mm-hmm. you know, bounty is how many episodes before the end of the season?
0: Before yeah. the end of the series, God. That doesn't even make sense.
1: I know. Family Ties is the third to last episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, It's a dense season. It's they a get it all in there. Dense season. And then we get Adria. Yeah. And she brings something fun to the table. And then... And, and I'll tell you, as we were getting all of this information, and I knew that we were in the last season, and I, I've mentioned this before, but the biggest fear was like, they can't wrap all this shit up. I know. They're shoving all this stuff in here, and I'm going to be left going, well, what the fuck? Yeah. What's happening? And and I'm going to be upset at the last step. Something terrible. They're going to do something yep. dumb to wrap it up. Conclusions are the hardest part of a paper to write. It I, is. I disagree that introductions are. I think conclusions are. Um but they managed to do it because holy cow. They remembered what this show's about. Yes. And it's about this team. It's about the team.
1: I will say before we before we just end with the team, um, I love the fact that we got there is something about the pairing of Adria and Ball. Yes. That is mwah, it's just those two personalities deserve each other.
0: Yeah. It's this sense of like, they're both awful. Yeah. But we love them in yeah. different ways. Yes. Because this is when... Ball, Ball really grows on you this season. Yeah. He says he, they both have a, a certain amount of vulnerability that makes them very likable. Yeah. Um, they're they're like lawful evil and chaotic evil. <laughs> Forced to work together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but- there is something really cool there. Oh my god, I can't believe we made it. I am exhausted just thinking about I all know. Of these seasons, seasons and all of these but episodes. We, but
1: we end with unending, and we end with this family. Fuck. And you know, you you know, you look you look at the especially you have Daniel, Sam, and Teal'c. You have ten years.
0: Yeah.
1: Of character growth. No one is the same person 10 years apart from each other. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like, what two touch points you catch in someone's life. Mm -hmm. No one is the same person 10 years later. Yeah. And, you know, seeing... Those three characters, which are our characters, I'm going to ignore the one year we were missing a Daniel. Sure. Because um, he definitely had some character growth in that year well, we were gone. in
0: that year, he was doing his own thing That's things what I mean. Too. Like, yeah. he had
1: some character growth there. It's... It's just beautiful. I just...
0: Well, here's the thing, right? Um, I'm going to take this into our world for a minute. There's a lot of things happening that are big and they're problems and mm-hmm. they suck. And we're always working on like, how does this get better? How does this get better? How do we make this better? Especially right now, it feels especially weird. Yeah. Um, Especially tough. And you're like, I don't know what to do. And I don't know how to help if you are the person who thinks that way. And, and I do. And I'm up at night sometimes just going, what do I do? Yeah. And I had one moment recently where I was up at 3 a.m., and and because I was up, uh, the dogs got up, which means that poor husband Jesse got up. And he's like, well, you do what you do every day to do better. And I yeah. said, what if I'm not doing enough? It's like, well, you keep doing what you know to do to do mm-hmm. better. And you make your one thing that you can do in this world. And then you keep doing that. And regardless of gold, replicators, mm-hmm. or I... Whatever the enemy is, at the end of the day, it's about what you do each day Mm -hmm. to make things better. And that's what this show does a great job of reminding us about at the end of this season. Yeah. The end of the series is these people aren't going to fix all the problems. No. They can't. There's no one who can. No. They're going to try. Even if
1: it's stupid. Even if it's goddamn SG-1. Like, they can't.
0: There's just no way. Yeah. And and that's okay. And sometimes they do. They rescue us from big things. They do. But that's not what their identity is. No. They're, what they do is they go every day and they do their job.
1: Which is, again, they end the show with them just... Going through the Stargate again, yeah,
0: and that's what makes it because there's still
1: mysteries in the galaxy, yeah,
0: and there's still problems. Since there's still going to be bad guys, yeah, and there's going to be other good guys, and there's going to be moral quandaries and dilemmas, and mm-hmm. and things you got to answer to. But all you can do is just keep going through that gate every day, and they they don't try to wrap it all up in a pretty bow. They nope. don't try to give us a happily ever after, and I think that's what made this a beautiful ending.
1: Well, I was gonna talk about a thing with sam but then that was really pretty to
0: well well i mean do it do it we're here sorry i just kind of
1: went on a... no it was i was just again no not a mystery that i identify with sam yeah. as a person and as a character um but i think my favorite part of sam is when we start the series. Sam is, and we touched upon this slightly beforehand, Sam is someone who she self-identifies with her job. Yeah. And she is very sure of herself, but she also very much sort of has guards up in many ways as self-protection.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Um, And she is... Again, she's a she's a woman, and she's in the military, and she's like, I can hang with all of you. Yeah, I mean, that's one of her first lines. Is like, don't you fucking judge me by the fact that I'm a woman. Yeah, yeah, you know. And she by in the entire, of course, she has many other character <laughs> growth moments. But when we end this series, she is no less fucking. She's tougher, if anything yeah. else, she's. Grown more competent. She's grown more self assured. You know, she is pr- probably an even better marksman than she was. She's a better hand to hand fighter. She is smarter and wiser with a lot of technology. She's all and this, and this stuff. But I think the part that I liked it on top of that is she is more comfortable in herself. Yeah. At the end of the series.
0: Sam's starts with this idea, identity of being a woman as a chip on her shoulder. Yes. And ends it with a mantle that she wears. Yeah.
1: She starts it as almost... Um, she starts the series in a way, and this is the part that I identify with so much. She starts the series in a way where she's almost telling you, oh, I don't care what you think of right. me. But really she is yeah she's like that's what she's saying yeah. but it's not what she believes she's trying to she, she, she wants, wants to make to believe, sure yeah she has the right image that she doesn't fall short that she keeps all her marks up that she yeah. proves herself to be one of these and by the end of this series she's like you can fucking take me or leave me bitch this is yeah, who i am i'm
0: gonna do what i've got to do and that's the yeah I know who I am and exactly. I'm comfortable with it. And
1: so it's that arc.
0: And I don't need to prove it to you anymore. Yes. Yeah.
1: As someone who has been, you know, told all whole life, oh, you know, the thing that I really, I really like about you is the fact that you just fly your own flag and you do what yeah. you want. But I'm like, yeah, you can. I say that externally. Yeah. And then inside is almost the exact opposite.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's the evolution of even me on the inside being like, it. "Yeah, fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is what I do. This is who I am.
1: Exactly. No, I get it.
0: And I and I thank you for sharing that because I think we both. I think it's a it it's a reflection of ourselves in the show. Yeah, of the things that we saw. And to me, it's like, uh, you know, I think we've all learned how obsessed I am with mr rogers and this Mm -hmm. idea of 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 being here to serve and to make changes and And kindness and and kindness and and what we do with that and and i'm gonna cry and (laughs) that this is a reminder that the things that i can do every day matter as much as the big large things yeah and for you it sounds like yeah it was a reminder that you are your own true self and to thine own self be true. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think I, I, I'm i very curious as to what everyone else sees when they, mm-hmm. feel, you know what I mean? What What does this mirror reflect to someone else who watches the show? Yeah. I'd love to hear what Brother Matt thinks. I'd love yeah, yeah, to yeah. hear what our listeners think. Like just, it's clearly something for everyone here. Mm-hmm. For sure, um, I have a feeling he relates to the bard. Mm, uh, I don't know why. <laughs>
1: I don't know why that would be. Uh, yeah, but it'll be it'll be fun
0: to, to learn that, and it's fun to see that in people, and to and to to have a show that's so dynamic that it can hit people in so many ways.
1: I mean, the other level thing that I've learned is that no matter how dire the situation, there is room for snark
0: there's always room for snark always room for snark there's, there, yeah <laughs> there's no sense and not yeah yeah humor will get you very far exactly um and and bring donuts
1: and always bring donuts <laughs> and uh and blue jello
0: oh and blue jello and food is important snackums Pie. are important exactly
1: Uh, This is how Daniel became friends with
0: Shaka. That's right. Snackos. You gotta have the dark snackums ready. Yeah. Uh, Let's leave it there. I think that's appropriate for Ugh, us. Leave yeah. it on the snacks.
1: We could trust me. We'll probably be like discussing these characters for hours after this podcast is done. Yeah, I mean, we barely there's there's the entire story arcs we barely even touch just because they're so. Remember rich. that
0: time where we were like, we should do more for this episode because we're not going to have I enough know. to fill the time. Yeah, yeah. We're we're very cl- we're very close <laughs> to a two hour mark, and so I apologize to y'all. <laughs> But thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being here with me through my first journey through this gate. Yay! Uh and we love you guys. And we'll see you next week with the Ark of Truth. Yes. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find
1: right, us at Facebook, there's no place
0: like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com.
1: Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Rate us, review us, like us, wherever you get ah, your podcast feeds. And, and uh, it's time to rewatch. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.